In today's episode, Kathy, Penny, and I talk about the intentional use of the arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. It's a day in the life, and a new episode of The Wheelhouse begins right now. We're back. Welcome to Season 5 of The Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter. In this season, I'm delighted to again host a roundtable discussion with two of my favorite leaders in education, Penny Brockway and Catherine Money, focused on one of the foundational components of our framework, accomplishment-driven leadership. In season three, we explored the five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, how to plot a growth trajectory, and then how to use those arenas to do what matters most, serve our students by growing our people. In season four, we continued exploring ADL in this roundtable, thinking about the paradigm shifts we need to make on our journey to become accomplishment-driven leaders. In this season, we'll continue to explore this new destination, how to talk about it, how to think about it, and how to bring your team with you as you depart on this journey. At Students Matter, we believe it's our priority as educators to prove to each student and each teacher that they are distinctive and irreplaceable. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Good morning and welcome to The Wheelhouse. I am Grant Chandler with my good friends, Kathy Money and Penny Brockway, and we are taping the final episode of season five today, somewhere in the early morning hours in an undisclosed location. Good morning. Good morning, friends. <laughs> good morning. I just want to say this is the 50th episode of The Wheelhouse. Oh, how fun is that? So I'm super excited about that. That just seems bizarre. Yeah. And um, it, it it is the 20th episode of our roundtable conversations. So this is oh the 20th goodness. episode of the three of us. So thank you and congratulations on all this fine work. How fun thank is that? You. Yeah. yeah I and mean, you didn't come with streamers. Yeah, happy anniversary. Like you didn't come with streamers, any pomp and circumstance. Like what? What's up with no, that? It's, it's too early in the morning and I'm not awake yet. <laughs> more coffee, please. <laughs> yes. More coffee, please. That's fantastic. Isn't that wild, right? It's mm -hmm. absolutely wild that this is episode 50 and episode 20 for for these uh accomplishment-driven leader conversations. So super excited about that. Uh, and again, uh, we'll take a hiatus after this particular episode, and then we'll be back in episode six or, or season six sometime in the early fall. So good morning, my friends. Hello. Hello. Good morning. So, you know, last week we had a really interesting conversation as we, you know, as we always do, all of our conversations are interesting, but we were you know, really talking about you know, the the role that judgment should not play in in growing folks. And we were really talking about the need to really move beyond, move beyond that accomplishment-driven leaders move beyond the bureaucratic requirements of evaluation and recognize that that work is a lot deeper, a lot more intentional than simply just casting judgment on folks after a couple of, of quick and shallow visits. 
again, not what any of those people who built those tools, that's not what they envisioned. So we are certainly not in any way slamming the likes of all those people who've built those tools. We're really talking about how badly they've been used, right? How how badly they've been used, um, not only by leaders, but by by bureaucrats and legislators who use those tools as weapons. So today in our 20th roundtable and the 50th episode of The Wheelhouse, let's talk about a day in the life. What does what does an accomplishment-driven leader do on a, a daily basis? And I've been thinking a lot about this in the last week. Uh, having been in a district for a few days last week and seeing seeing things all you know get all start to gel for for the new school year and and one of the words I want to use is um, intentional, right? That that the the way an accomplishment driven leader uses uses their time and uses their day is intentional compared to just waiting to see what happens, right? I was having a conversation with someone and she's like, well, you know how these jobs are. You just never know what's going to happen. Well, that's true. Absolutely true. But if that's how we use our time and that's how we plan our time and we're not intentional, then we never move anything forward, right? We never we never move anything forward. And that is not what an accomplishment-driven leader does. So talk to me about this word intentional. What do you think of that word? It's an interesting choice because it it happens to be the word that we are focusing on within, you know, my current district and the the team that I'm so fortunate to support. It's that intentionality, right? And what what we do with that it, while being flexible and fluid because we we have to because we support what the the students need. But that intentionality being able to be proactive rather than reactive. I mean, I immediately went to what it doesn't look like, which is that, you know, whole whack-a-mole. And, you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of be whacking at um moles or putting out fires constantly. That's that's not what that is. So when I'm intentional, I when when situations come up, then I I can respond to them and I can respond to them in a way that it's filtered through that lens of intentionality. So if I if we've mapped out where that destination is, where we're heading towards, how we're partnering to get there, how every decision is filtered through that, then I then I'm not just whacking at moles all the time. Yeah, I, the destination was the first thing that came to my mind too, Kathy. Was we know our destination? That's why we can be intentional. We know where we're going. We know um, not always exactly how we're going to get there, but we know the tools that work to help us get there. And so we're able to use those. And it doesn't mean it depicts the day so that you can like paint this beautiful picture ahead of time. <laughs> but when you know where you're going and the tools to use to get there, it is a, a beautiful picture getting painted as, as you make a solid decisions. And um, yeah, you know, prior we were talking about some decisions we wish we would have made differently. And of course, that's always the case. I mean, it's, it's human nature and um, the ebb and the flow of of people that we work with and teams that we work with um, make being intentional sometimes a little challenging um, because you can't always predict everything 
you can never predict everything. Um, but when you come into a barrier, you start to understand what to do with it and how to help and how to use that for for good and and for positive motion forward. And I think that's that's what intentional is about. Um it's not a set of drills. It's it's not a top down. It's um, intentionally using good strong tools. My favorite being partnerships. I I thought about the day as it's a day full of partnering, partnering with those who you are supporting and who are supporting you in order to to hold that urgency and and move toward that destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was the the visual of. Um, being in some kind of a a watercraft, right? Where you're rowing together, you're moving forward together versus everybody kind of going in different directions, right? Um, My husband and I do a lot of of things well together. One thing we do not do well together is canoeing. It doesn't doesn't matter because somehow or another, we, we don't have that that destination in common and then that lack of communication and what that, because we both think we're in charge or, you know, I I don't know what that is, but it's, there's no um, way of working. So it's thinking about that intentionality is that we all do know, and we're, we want to travel in that destination together, right? So we're all moving and rowing in a way that allows us to be able to move forward. So every decision that's being made is moving towards getting us closer and closer to that destination. And so even when different things and thinking about tasks versus, you know, that in, that intentionality of of systems and processes that we have in place as accomplishment-driven leaders, when various tasks or emergencies or whatever come up, we know they they can fit into those processes and those systems because we've been intentional about building those. And when I think of the word intentional, and I love that word, um, I, I think about all five of the arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, right? Because what really separates, really separates a, you know, a, a leader, whatever kind of leader, whatever kind of adjective you like to use, versus an accomplishment-driven leader is, is these five arenas, right? And so thinking about an accomplishment-driven leader using those arenas on a daily basis. So realization, I, I, know, I know the steps I need to take to get to the new destination. I know how to recognize need and plan for it. So I know how to be I know how to be contemplative. I know how to use captainship because I need I know that every single day I have to build discretionary effort to get to that strategic vision because people are going to want to jump off the bus. They're going to want to jump off the train because the work gets too hard or they don't believe in the work or whatever whatever that is. You know, that discretionary effort becomes really, really important. And I know that I have to grow guidance. I got to grow everybody in the organization because as I grow them, we get closer to the destination. And then finally, you know, there's that, there's that poise, right? There's that, how do I deal with what I, what I need to learn, how I need to think, how do I deal with criticism? How do I deal with opposition? How do I deal with uh, issues that disrupt? How do I deal with barriers? What, how do I deal with all of that? And so I think when we are intentional and accomplishment-driven leaders is intentional about how do they use 
each of these five arenas every single day to get closer and closer to that strategic vision. And, you know, on a daily basis, the movement toward that strategic vision is a teeny, teeny, teeny little step, right? But they have to be able to recognize that step and understand what the next step is. What does all that look like on a daily basis? If I were to you, if I were to be using those five arenas in an intentional way on a daily basis. What does it look like? So if I put myself in a building as a principal, so that's the role I'm going to think about right now. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, what does it look like? It it looks like me needing to be in the spaces, right? I need, I would be um, living with those in my building where they are. Um, I might be really, st- I would absolutely be very strategic in a positive way about where I'm needed most that day. And that thinking would come out of my lens of who am I growing? Who, where am I pushing into, um, to help a person think through next steps. So is that, you know, first thing this morning as the sun comes up and the buses unload, where do I need to be in order to pick up where I left off yesterday or last week in order to help someone understand better their role? And some of that feels like that's insignificant, except when I'm helping you better understand your role, even if you're at the bus line and you don't think your role is that vitally important, what we're talking about is welcoming children, um, seeing them eye to eye, right? Whether they're as tall as you or whether you are, you have to get down on their eye level. Um, and we're welcoming the bus drivers into our space. And we are saying good morning to parents in a drop-off line or, or um, we're in the student parking lot as the kids pull in and we're welcoming them. How do I help them recognize that each person needing to belong here and be a part of what we do is one of the destination, is the destination we're headed for, right? So it's not about how to do this job right and where to stand as much as you may need to tell people those things. It's about them being able to visually and auditorily understand what this looks like, sounds like, and feels like um, to to welcome people, to be hospitable, to help them belong. So I think that's where I would start this this morning. Um, Or it might be inside with a brand new teacher at the door as he's learning to welcome to this room, this space in this place and help students recognize this is their own as their their space and how do I help them do that? I So that's one thing I think that is a day in the life. That's how you're living it. But with such intentionality, everything you just described wasn't just by happenstance, Mm-mm. right? Those were planned moves based on realizing what's necessary for each person and what that what that looks like. So it's not simply showing up and think like, okay, I'm just going to stand here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But it's very planned. It's very intentional. And it's based on each person within that particular space. So I want to, I want to, I want to jump on that word plan for a minute, right? Because 
you know, we've, we've, we use the, you know, we, we've been talking about intentional and now Kathy throws in this P word, right? This plan <laughs> word, like, where did that come from? Right. Because now we, think about how, you know, think about how an accomplishment driven leader uses their time. Right. And now we think about, okay, so wait a minute on a daily basis, there has to be time to contemplate. There has to be time to contemplate and to think about predict, plan for, respond, right? That's the contemplative practice as it relates to the realization of a strategic vision, as it relates to growing, you know, someone, right? The steps that we take to grow someone, the steps that we take for, uh, to build discretionary effort, the steps that we take to extend the provisions of powerful student care, which are, you know, that's that human factor, right? That's that destination. So there's an element on our calendar every day. It doesn't have to be like during school, but there's a there's an element where we think every single day we're thinking deeply and trying to think about the next move. Is that what you mean by plan? It's absolutely what I mean. So, you know, because we've been having these conversations for 20 episodes, it's, 20 like, episodes. Right my, it's like you're right in my head. I am right I was, there. <laughs> you're right here thinking that. Yeah. And it's that being very strategic about giving yourself space to to be contemplative. I mean, it, mm-hmm. you have to plan for that. So being mindful that going into a district, into a a building before everybody else does, it's to give yourself the space to be able, and not that last minute planning, I'm saying it that strategic around that, you, you can't avoid that time. If you're walking in with kids, if you're walking in with the adult, I mean, whatever, maybe you're a later person, maybe that's a, a different time to be able to do that. But, um, it is absolutely about being intentional about being contemplative. Yeah, that has to be a priority on the calendar, right? A daily priority. I have to have time to 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 predict. I've got to be able to 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 look at need. I've got to be able to you know, whether that's a building, whether that's a district. I've got to be able to think about that. I've got to be able to 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 compare what i'm seeing when i when i predict with the realization of where i want to go as the strategic vision i've got to be in tune with all of those arenas of accomplishment driven leadership and how they play out on a daily basis right i have to be i have to be much more intentional about every single action that i take and yeah there's times when i have to be reactive stuff happens oh. Oh, it's life, right? Stuff happens. Absolutely. It's life. Yeah, for sure. And I think that you have to be transparent um, about how you do that planning, how you contemplate, not what you're contemplating and all the decisions that you make. Those can't always be transparent, right? Nor do they need to be, um, nor is it good for the organization that they always are. Because remember, it's contemplation. You're thinking things through. It's not decisions um, yet. And so, but I think you have to be somewhat trans, you do have to be transparent about how you do that. Um, You have to make sure there's no gotcha involved, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time you're doing that, you're growing someone else as a contemplative leader in that district, in your building, in your space, in your place, you want every individual 
to be a contemplative leader as they walk their walk every day. You want everyone to be soaking in, taking in, and comparing and contrasting today's thoughts with yesterday's thoughts and today's decisions and walks with tomorrow's. And what did that do in, in what I needed or wanted? How did that help a person? How did it not? And how do I adjust as I move forward? And so you also have to be able to, um, to be visible in that thinking in a way um, to help others. And I think that helps people see this, this isn't about anything I don't understand. This is exactly what Penny said she was going to do and be. And when she verbalizes that, that helps. And I guess I just say that because um, it's, it's, it's not a secret. It's and it's not a gotcha. It is authentically about how to grow individuals toward that destination. I think that transparency comes into the fact that that destination is communicated constantly. So it's not just in our, you know, what we say, it's in what we do. And that that daily contemplation really is on top of, it's layered into this bigger strategic visioning, you know, that we have that longer term, shorter term goals that, you know, Penny and I are, I, I, if you still do this, Penny, I know typically Fridays, you know, it's that kind of thinking, that contemplation time that we have scheduled in our calendars to really then look at ahead at that next week. So it's not coming in every single day with, okay, what's today? It's it's layered and how you take that big picture and then really chunk it down and then review, reflect uh, on wh- how we're doing and what do we need to do this month, this week, this day, to be able to continue to guide people towards that that same destination. Yeah. And to see the growth and to celebrate the growth and know where you're needed most, right? And um, how does that, I think about that front office all the time and being a place where it's welcoming and hospitable. And sometimes you just have to be there every, every morning or at key points in the day when you know, people are coming in and, and modeling the welcoming and authentically helping people see that. So let me ask you a really difficult question, right? So if what I'm hearing in my takeaway is that accomplishment driven leaders really use their time so then we're talking calendar, right? Talking the calendar very, very differently, right? We've got cascading levels of contemplation. We've got cascading levels of realization, the steps, big steps, little, a little bit bigger steps and then the huge ones, right? That get us to the strategic vision. We've got, we're spending, we spend our time growing people. We spend our time building discretionary effort, bringing people on board the journey, getting, you know, all of that. We spend a lot of the time, the day, our time engaging in work, conversations, partnering, what it all looks, you know, it all looks differently, right? Um, but we spend a lot of our time with people, with people, right? Because only when they're there, can we welcome them? Can we extend the provisions of powerful student care? Can we can we invite them to 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 join the 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 journey and to continuously build you know the discretionary effort or to grow them or to you know to put take a step forward? 
oh, that's all really, really good. But when in my calendar do I do those other things that I have to do? Well, it it made me think about the arena of poise, right? And how you also must stay as poised with yourself, (laughs) disciplined with yourself in some key systems that you have in place for yourself, some key organizational pieces, particularly when you're new in an area, whether you might not be new to the ADL work, but you're new to a district or new to a building or new to a classroom and you're just getting to know. So it's kind of, it's a restart. It's definitely a restart. You're just in a different place than you were the last time you restarted. But what are those pieces you have in place that keep you organized maybe is one word that help you contemplate to know yourself well enough to know here's what I need. I only need a half an hour and shut of shut door time at this given time during the day. And I'm good for the rest of the day till I get to the end. Right. Um, I only need an hour early in the morning. That would, that would be me. Right. Um, and really to be self-reflective and, and thinking through where I am and how I'm growing. And so I think it's having poised with yourself also. And sometimes that's the first work to do. Um, I mean, let's be real. Most of the organizations, institutions, classrooms we've been, we're operating in have been operating like this for a very long time. So sometimes the first thing you have to do is get yourself poised and put these things in place before you decide you can launch a new destination for the world, right? Um, You you have to be prepared for that also. So I was speaking with a a leader last week, uh, a lovely human being, I might add, uh, who is stepping in and was an interim superintendent in a in a district uh, somewhere in this great nation of ours. And um, he was asking me what like, what do you do? like besides besides what you're doing right now, what is it that you do? And I said, well, you know, one of the things that probably one of the one of the most important things that I do is to uh, to serve as an executive coach to superintendents. And I said, not not superintendents who are struggling. I said, I'm talking about the most talented superintendents who are trying to get somewhere that where they're they've never been before. And I said, you know, these these types of superintendents, and I did I think I might have used the term accomplishment-driven leadership. I, I'm not sure if I did. I said, but you know, they're trying to do something that hasn't happened before. And the you know, the 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 strongest leader needs someone to think with, to talk with, to vent with, to have a safe space with, I said, and to also sometimes be challenged in their thinking. And I said, that's, that's kind of what I do. And I think, I think that's a tool that superintendents and principals need. I mean, that's, that's the whole goal behind partnerships that Penny talks about when she uses that P word. And, you know, who is that for a superintendent? Right. Who is that for that leader? It's got to be somebody from outside, outside the organization. And that's a tool that people need, right, to help them on this journey to be accomplishment driven leaders. Do you think that do you think that's important? It's vital. I mean, that's what um, makes me sad about this being our final episode of the season is because this space you know, prior to hitting the the record button, 
you know, we we engage in that and pushing and thinking, and we do other, you know, every other day of the the week as well. But having that person, so whether that's a a formal relationship, as you know, you um, often are engaged with Grant or or not, we we as accomplishment driven leaders, we know who that person or those people are that that do push us, that do challenge us, that allow us to continue to grow to to think and to to push ourselves it's it's vital i don't think there's a leader that can grow without it um and there's all kinds of resources out there there's no doubt right you can find um help books whether it's self help organizational help or societal help all over the place right all over the place and um and the advice can be fantastic and it can be damaging at the same time but i don't think any of it becomes a reality without another person or set of people to push back and help you really think and when you build a strong enough relationship in that they know you well enough to help you right? Um, To help you when you're stuck. Um, Maybe even help you when you don't know you're stuck and be able to um, reciprocate that as well. And that feels good too, for you to not feel like you're the receiver at all times, but that you give and you grow someone else as well in that partnership, that P word. Um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think accomplishment driven leaders can be that without a partnership. So as we come to the end of season five, our 20th episode together, any, any, any thoughts come, anything you want to say as we wrap up this season, we will of course take a a short hiatus and I will without a doubt, invite my friends, Kathy and Penny to join me for another round table series in episode six. So as we say, as we say, um, you know, so long for just a short amount of time, anything you want to throw out there in the universe. Thank, thank you, you for to you. Yeah. So it's like immediately, right? It's the thank you for allowing us to be part of the conversation, to be able to to push and to challenge people's thinking and knowing that, you know, it we all have such, you know, just a common driven purpose, and that is to continue to allow for for every for each and every child to have the best possible education possible because that gives them opportunities in life. So to be able to have this venue, to have this space, to challenge each other, to challenge other educators, you know, I don't I don't take that lightly. So thank you to you, Grant, for organizing. Thank you to you, Penny, for constantly uh, being that that push and thought partner. And, you know, thank you to our listeners who continue to to want to be challenged and to grow. Yeah. And I was going to say that to our listeners too. First, thank you to Grant for this opportunity. Um, thank you to the listeners and, and those that each of us know individually who have said something to us um, and reflect some of the things that they've heard here. Just know that this is us really growing and um you listening in on that we're reflective here and and um we're growing with you and so your feedback your um reach out to us to help us recognize um that it's helping you that's really super encouraging and so um i just want to say thank you to the listeners who who have reached out and um and are saying that a difference is being made because 
because the three of us get together and talk. And quite frankly, we kind of enjoy this. So it's not work. It's fun. So that wraps up season five of The Wheelhouse. We'll see you soon. And that wraps up another episode of The Wheelhouse. New episodes of season five drop every Tuesday beginning June 20th and running through August 22nd. The Wheelhouse is a production of Students Matter LLC. Our show's theme music, Off We Go, was written and performed by Cody Martin and obtained through soundstripe.com. If you'd like to explore this topic further and take our online series of four courses, Exploring Accomplishment-Driven Leadership, or if you have something you'd like to share or a leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at registrar at ourstudentsmatter.org. You can find me on Mastodon and, of course, stop by our website and check out what we offer at www.ourstudentsmatter.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it can be also found on many other places where you can get your podcasts or on our website at Captivate, and that's HTTPS forward slash forward slash the-wheelhouse.captivate.fm forward slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear what you like. Together, our goal is to continually enhance and utilize our arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, proving to each student and each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable as hard work. But being an educator is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we got this. Mm -hmm.